When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, Chris Three. Whoa, that was a, I had a little bug in my throat, and that welcome was like a movie, like a movie guy, like a like a trailer for a movie. I feel like I, I was gonna try to do it again, but you know what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I feel like that was me just like first pitch home run and just stop. Don't try to keep going for anything else. So um, today I wanted to I, I got some really great feedback from my episode with Palumbo, uh, who obviously I had such a great time talking to him. You're gonna hear a little bit more from him in the future uh, and some of his friends as well. Um, but I did, I did kind of gather something from the way the last couple of weeks have went. Cause I know I missed one a couple of weeks ago, uh, took a week off, did, you know, did the Palumbo thing, but it gave me time to research. So if it's cool with you and if it's not cool with you, tell me in the comments or Instagram or whatever, I really appreciate all the feedback I've been getting. Um, but if it's okay with you, I was going to go every other week. Um, we're going to do the Chris three, the way it's been right. Every other week I'm going to do kind of the setup. And then the guest thing with the research, the way it's been going, because I really enjoy that. It seems like you guys have been enjoying it as well. Um, and then I think in between, I'll do something like I'm going to do today, uh, where I'm just going to kind of talk about some BS. It'll be like under 30 minutes, probably, um, just to make sure you don't forget about me. But um, I don't want you thinking I changed the concept on you. So uh, what I do have for you today, uh, it's really fun. I'm going to stop talking because it went a little bit long. It's uh, it's I I. I don't know if you call things pilots in podcasts, but it's kind of like the Chris three pilot. Uh, it, it was before I had kind of the, the um, we had it down a couple episodes ago and maybe it was on dear Albie or, or on here. I don't remember, but um, they're all starting to blur. But my mom was talking about how oh, it was on Chris three. Cause I was saying she was my guest for the first time, but really not because we've recorded so many. Um, so what we've done is I'm going to air for you the original Chris three, the first one that was supposed to be our first episode it's myself, my dad, my mother talking about method acting. Uh, my brother and I get into this really big argument all the time about Sylvester Stallone. That's really funny. Um, a little, I, I didn't really give history context well at all in that particular episode. And there's a couple things that bother me about airing this right now because um, there's stuff, especially with Succession. I love Succession that I wanted to get into. Um, and we're, we're still going to do that, maybe for the finale or something. But um it's, the whole episode is about method acting and how I think it's a stupid practice. Um, there's been so many since I've been getting my rhythm with Chris three, there's ways I wanted to redo this, but I did think it was a really funny episode and I, I thought it'd uh, be fun to peel the curtain back and kind of show you what almost made it. And um, uh, I have some really, I have a really cool topic for next week. Um, 
I, I don't know if I should tease it or not, so I'm going to wait. But uh, enjoy this. Let me know what you think. It's uh, it's it's going to be a little, again, I think combined with this, it's going to be like an hour. But uh, it, it's pretty funny. I'm excited to hear your feedback. Just a little historical context going into it is my idea for it was, and this was the original idea for Christy, but um, how Elvis Presley was drafted into the Army. And um, I don't know if you saw the Elvis movie, but he seemed like he had a lot of, you know, behind the scenes stuff in his life. Uh, with his family, especially, and, and um, struggling with success and uh, civil rights and all that kind of stuff. And I just noticed there were a lot of times that uh, Elvis kind of has removed himself from being the biggest celebrity in the world uh, at the time and, and kind of still now, right? His name's almost like a, I don't know, it's a, you, you know, and you, there's only one Elvis, right? It's like, so I was going to say seal, but that's almost saying that Elvis is seal, but Elvis is fucking Elvis. So... The thing with um, the thing that made me laugh is how was this guy Elvis able to um, remove himself from being Elvis, but Austin Butler can't figure out how to stop being Elvis. Austin Butler like didn't talk to his family for two years or something when Elvis was really a very family oriented guy. So my the the idea was supposed to kind of be how are you able to stop being Elvis? How come you can't stop talking like Elvis when Elvis was able to shave his head and stop doing that whole thing? Um, and then I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know why we never went with it. I think I just changed the concept around, but I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. So um, much appreciated uh, for all the support that I've been getting so far. Please like, comment, subscribe. I feel I have to take a shower every time I say that. Uh, I feel dirty, but it works. Um, I do think you know that by now, right? Like people know that just like, follow, subscribe. Like that's just, I, I don't know, but I'm told I have to say it all the time. So um, I'll catch you next week. I'm excited to hear what you think about this one. I think it's actually really funny. Uh, later. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Chris 3 is brought to you by BetterHelp. Lately, at the advice of a therapist, I actually started to go places alone. Um, just do things that are completely by yourself. Learn about yourself. Um, just be, put yourself in not uncomfortable positions, but in just different situations where you can kind of learn and, and absorb what's around you. And you learn a lot about yourself, like that you're able to at least in my case, I'm able, I always think I need people around. I always think I need to be talking and joking, whatever. And I, you know, able to find peace. I'm able to find quiet. And, um, I, and I have to thank the process of therapy for that. So getting to know yourself could be a lifelong process, especially when we're always growing and changing. And that is, listen, that's not going away. The growing and the changing, this world is going so fast, um, that obviously you got to have to adapt, right? So you don't need, you're not expected to do that by yourself. Um, Use your friends, your family, and obviously your friends of better help. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. It's not always easy to talk to people that you know. So BetterHelp connects you with that licensed therapists who could take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I've certainly benefited from therapy in the past, still remain to do so, and will continue to do so. It just helps with coping for the most part. I mean, I, I've been really fortunate in my life. I've had a lot of good things, but I've definitely had some bad, and it's it's always good. And I'm an overthinker. So for me to knock it into my own head and for me to kind of build up self-confidence, things like that, that was all through the help of therapy. And, and honestly, I'm probably not doing the show without it. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule, um, I'm, I'm living proof of that right here. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Christery today. Get 10% off with your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Christery.
everybody. I don't know. I didn't consider an introduction just yet. Um, that's not something I thought about. But welcome to, uh, see, a little fanfare. The first ever Christery, I think. If this goes well, we'll use it. If not, I'll throw it out and blame you all. Um, we're going to go into the concept of what we're doing here in just a minute. Um, I, I have all of my co-hosts on their phones within 15 seconds of, of starting it. And one of them's not even near a microphone. I silenced. So my I phone. can't really imagine. It was a matter a of, less enthusiastic. No, this start. was a this was a respect. I put my phone on silent. That's what I was doing. Got you. Yeah. And then Al, you're just doing the therapist couch thing in the corner. Is that your plan for this podcast? Uh, I didn't think I was on it. No, I thought I was just kind of assisting. Okay, Why not? got it. So just you could. I mean, honest. you could sit in the back if you want. Then you're. I mean, I'm here. Do you want to try something different from from Dear Albie, where you could like shout from far away, like the producer voice? Your opinion's valued. That's fine. All right. I'm in the wings on this one. Okay. I'm trying to so, expand my reach. Um, for those that don't know, and why would you? Because there's never, really never been a conversation about it. This is uh, this is history. It's going to be. A it's not like a hit. It's not a history lesson. It's not. You you probably won't come out of this smarter. It's probably going to be the complete opposite of that. But, um, basically, we're to take lessons from history, well, articles, facts, uh, artifacts, if you will. Mm-hmm. And apply them to um, just to show that really we haven't changed all that much. And in some cases, it's just funny. And like like you, a monkey stealing a baby and stuff like with that. With your spin on it. With our spin on it. Yeah. And, and every week, I'm going to have different people that I think relate to the topic in one way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, in this case, um, since this is really a, a Dear Albie community universe style thing, I wanted to bring in... Um, what I would consider to be something of a Mount Rushmore, right, of the Dear Albie universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all were who was here. Right. When we decided and to that's do what, it. That, and that's the truth of it. This so, is who was here, present. But truthfully, um, I think I value uh, Dad's opinion when it comes to especially history things and, and logic. And today is a very logical conversation. Um, Dad, what do you know about Austin Butler? Not much. Okay. <clears throat> so... Which I appreciate. I'm going to re-ask that question. Who yeah. watched the Elvis movie? I, I did. did. Okay. Did we like the Elvis movie? I did. I did. Okay. I was, I was eh about it. Um, so for me, I started looking into... There's something happened throughout the Elvis movie process that I found to be weird. Um, and I'm going to start with the article. This was in the San Antonio Express in 1958. The article was called Elvis Presley Forgot to Pay for Sideburns Clipping. And basically, uh, 23, Elvis, the height of his fame, was drafted into the Army, famously. It's in the movie, too, as well. Um, he was actually the only—he was down. He went in to go to the Army, and the, the movie producers and people tried to get him to not do it. Whole long thing. He goes, he gets his hair cut. He was set to go from 50000 a night to $78 a month. Elvis didn't ask a question. He went, he shaved his head, and he joined the Army. He also asked for no special treatment at all. He asked for no special treatment at all. Absolutely correct. Height of his career, pretty simple one, right? That's a simple article to start with. And by the way, the article went to say that he paid for everyone in his kind of squadron's haircut. And it was funny because they were all so infatuated with being Elvis that by the time he left, he had to come back and say, hey, I, I didn't pay for those haircuts. And I also, it is my understanding that his handlers and his, and, and, and his movie, the studios, tried to delay his... They did. And he said, no, I'm serving my country. Yes, he wanted yes. to serve, and he thought uh, it wasn't, as far as I know, a PR thing or anything. Um, what I'm getting at is, to your greater point, he was ready to stop making music, stop doing movies, stop being Elvis Presley as, we knew, as they knew him. Which brings me to today with Austin Butler. 
who refuses to stop being Elvis Presley when he no longer needs to be. Right. And it started, it, and we've had a con This is why I love this for my first one ever, and I'm going to need Al up here at some point. Come on um, in, Al. Don't be shy. You've done this before. Because Al and I get, I think Al's having a hard time seeing me in his seat. Right. You are an Albie seat. But I, if you did see that I tried to give you the respect of your seat, I went for my seat. Right. And we then you. It's the host seat. I don't host this show. We so, have designated seats, and Chris is in the host seat right now. Well, so, you know, I want you to, it's like you're How does it feel for you? Should we get into that? It is it weird to jump topics? Um, it, uh, it, uh, I'm excited. I think this is going to be a fun, fun show. This is, it was funny because, you know what's fun for me? I immediately went back and hearkened back to the very first episode of Dear Albie where I was made fun of because I couldn't figure out how to open the show. So I just said everybody to start clapping. Mm -hmm. And Chris went and got a good solid I five I forgot about that, the clapping making thing. Making fun of me. So I was like, let me throw a little clap in there because I do think for you, you might realize it's a little bit different hosting things. Well, I would than... like some, I was thinking, I, I think we have to get some imaging, like some noise. Or I was thinking is maybe like a... Um, like a history of the world type narrator, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so this is a work in progress. Uh, yeah, I mean we. This is this. You know, like we just stopped midway of what the what the episode was about to just talk about the format of the show. So right. yeah, we're still figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But um, this is why I wanted Al up here because this is, I think, myself and Al's probably greatest disagreement, and I think um, it's probably the stupidest thing two people could argue over. But. Basically, what I was getting at is, and this is why I brought up Austin Butler. Dad, you don't know much about Austin Butler, who's refusing the drop character? No, I don't. I didn't even heard about that. Okay. So he got extremely into his role. He didn't talk to his family for two years or something so, like two that. Two years, something like that. Now, Elvis never did that. Right. Now, here's the argument with that. This was filmed, ask me if... if, if there's COVID. There was COVID, but... Did he stay away from because of COVID, or did he, or was it just a, no, no, no? It was to get in, it, it was, was to, to transform who he is. Okay. Yeah, he okay. wanted to transform who he was. He wanted to talk more like Elvis, which obviously makes a lot of sense. Sing like Elvis and be Elvis, and he said Elvis has officially become a part of his DNA that he cannot get rid of. I did hear him say that. Well, a couple things. That's hard. First thing that was really tough for me personally, a little off topic, but I guess on topic. It took me a second to um, realize that he wasn't Pennywise. I thought he was Pennywise. Okay. I, 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 I would have that vibe, kind of. I didn't think that, but I would if you, if you were to say it, I would be like, huh, yeah, I could see that. Second, Imagine if he never broke that character. It's, I, give, I have a harder time, okay, getting on him if he's not winning all these awards. He's clearly, he did the job. Listen. So that's. I have seen side-by-side -side social media posts. And when it's in action, you can't tell who is who in a split second. But what does that do for you? And, and, when, right. and what do you do next? Listen, well, what it says. What if you're Jack is, the Ripper you know next? You're just gonna start killing hookers? No, did he, he sing? Me? Yes, he did. No, sing. He, he sang he in the movie. He did. Sing. He did a great job. Yeah, phenomenal job. However, job J O B. It's done. It's over. So when you're at the Golden Globes and you're accepting the war, an award and you're like, look at this kid. He's a young kid. He's only thirty years old. Okay, and he comes that and he accepts young. this award, and he's like. Looking like that, and then you're like, "What's happening here?" So, but, like, you know, okay. But he says now, like you said early, it's part of my DNA, and I need to step away from it. I, that's a little strange to me. I I look at it as, like, for me, the um, sorry, the the idea of this guy saying it's in his DNA, blah blah blah. Elvis, from what I could tell, never spent a year neglecting. Like, you're just becoming the biggest. 
most self-indulgent version of the person you're trying to become. I don't think you're. I don't think it does the job. Is my so point. So there, I, I am sure there are other examples of method actors and things they've done. Right. It sounds so, like a producer brain that you're um, using there. So you know, let's discuss that. So again, is this someone that's just getting into the role, and now because it's so much out there, he's he jumps right into that role? I'd like to know if he talks like Elvis when he's home with his family, you know, eating breakfast. Or does he think we care? Right. Dad, I fancy you to be a method actor. I feel like you'd be a method actor if you took on a role. Oh, I don't, he would totally I think be a method a actor. Good call. Yes. Here's my problem. Um, number one, I I'm not sure that the reports are true. I think they probably would like to come up with some bullshit to say to keep this kid relevant in in the press. Uh, I don't think he walks around going to Starbucks and when they give him his coffee, he goes. Thank you very much. You know well, what, I mean? what, or what name? What's the name okay. that he no. gives? <laughs> I don't think it would be. Listen, he is, right now he is the it guy. He's everywhere. He did an absolutely phenomenal job, and I don't think any of us here are taking away you I know, what he did. I, I you am. are. I am. You're taking away what he did. Yeah, because if you're a really good actor, you'll stop right after. Okay. Yeah. Right when they yeah, say, you're, close, you're well, done. Well, that's an you're actor. Yeah. Right. That's an actor. You, you're able right. to The method actor part, when the role is over, it's over. And and Johnny Depp, for example, um, is kind of the guy that's got it down in his brain. He's really smart about the process. Well, he's your friend, Chris. So what do you know friend, about that? He's example, a dear friend. <laughs> um, when I saw him interviewed and they were talking about a movie and he said, well, how did the movie come out? He goes, I, I have no idea. He goes, well, what do you mean you don't have any idea? He goes, well, I, I don't know. How did the movie come out? I have no idea. I never saw it. What do you mean you never saw it? He goes, I did my job. I acted. My job was over. I'm done. I don't have anything to do with the movie. I'm the actor in the movie. That's it. So he gets it. But as an example, I'm just Googling here. Robert De Niro, when he did Taxi Driver, okay? He drove a cab. Worked in license, did night shift, stuff like that. That makes sense to me because you're getting in the mind of a taxi driver, right? So, I have a I have a game. Okay. Is it too far? We'll get. We don't have to do it now, but you're you're kind of trending. You're heading that way anyway. Okay. I have a bunch of examples of method acting, and you guys could tell me. Well, you know, not quick. Just go over each one if you want to go. But and I, was and it was it worth it? But I did hear that Austin Butler did say that he lost himself in the transformation. So can we give him that? No, no, he like no. He likened it to being in a foreign country for a long time and adapt and adapting to their accent. Okay, that's not a year. Just not, you know. Like I, I think if I went to Germany for a year, I might pick up some little... No, you, you definitely would Wait, be... one year? Yeah, I was yeah, in I Italy so. for a month at 12 years old. And when I got back, I was using the phrases that the Italians used. I can't go to a Japanese restaurant without coming out of that. You're an, a very weird exception with yeah. the way but you do the, truth, the accent. That's a real thing. Maybe but let, he's got that. Maybe he has the, the ailment I have. But can we say, okay, that it's fair... That if he, and this is the argument, he secluded himself or whatever away from home and family, yada, 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 to become Elvis, right? So do you think that he is truly having a, a, a challenge separating himself from Elvis or is it part of the thing? That's your argument. Is, well, it's not even, yeah, it's kind of that. It's like, are, are you doing it just to kind of make us all believe, like, until, like when Oscar season's over, he wins an Oscar or doesn't, but let's say he does. Is it done? 
Now can you fig- now are you n- done being Elvis with that happens? Does he do it all his other roles is my question. Well that's so that's where I'm going at with with the list of the, these other people because I have a long list, not terribly long, but a list of very famous actors that we've all seen in like 10 roles each. And like what like for for instance, I also think it's a good excuse to get out of shit. Okay. Like if I'm invited to something like I'm Elvis today. Listen, Elvis is in the building. I'm not Elvis here in the building. for that, and Elvis doesn't. Know Elvis you. has not left the building. So, and and here. I would probably do that. Uh, Adrian Brody, you guys ever see The Pianist? Yes, great movie. You know what it's about? No, it's uh, a Holocaust story, basically. And I saw it years and years ago. But um, he is a Austrian pianist who goes to a concentration camp, and um, you know that's it's harrowing kind of. He won an Oscar for it. It was a really great movie. Um, he lost a ton of weight, sold all of his shit, cut off all of his electric, power, cell phone, banks, uh, put a couple dollars in his pocket, and just moved to Europe with a piano and toured as a uh, broke musician like his character was prior to being. Does he play the piano? Uh, he learned to play the piano for the role. Or he maybe learns. maybe he got better at it or whatever it might have been. That's wild. Is it too far? You think it's right? He won an Oscar for it. Also, what does the does the Oscar get you more? Like, does it make well, it okay? What is is the Oscar? I guess in that world, the Oscar is worth that much. Does it give them more roles? Of course it does. Does it open more doors? Without well, a once doubt. Once you're Adrian Brody, like you're not looking for more roles. Like, you're, you know, you're not I, even auditioning. No, I think the biggest thing with fame is you got to keep it, and if you don't keep it, it f- freaks people out. So they go to these extremes to be this person, or they truly are masters of their craft, and that's a great chef. Aren't you always trying? Aren't you always doing that? So can you equate I think that? Everyone, so Dad, like in your and Al, in your world, everyone, like, do you have an Oscar, a thing? And would you go as far as the people that I'm going to say go? Also, I have to say one thing: I can't find an example of a woman doing this. Mm, really? You googled? You I, I, I found you one, and it wasn't uh, a woman method actor, of course. I, I couldn't find a, an example of a woman doing it, and most of them, when asked about it, said because it's stupid. Because we're smarter. Guys. So that's something. Yeah, maybe I, just we're smarter. I'm gonna we have more common sense. Before before we get um, uh, uh, to friends of the topic too, because you just mentioned it. One of the issues that I have with acting in general, I don't like anything or anyone that calls what they're doing a craft if it's not actually like carving crafting something, something or crafting something. There is a lot of respect so that has to be given to actors because it's not you know, easy. When somebody says, "Oh, you know, like oh, I'm playing basketball," it's like you know, I, you know, I'm just perfecting my craft. Like, just say game. You know what I mean? Or my skill. You know what? Just oh, so when you're you say saying craft, across the just, board, you don't like it. So, to me, sounds pompous. Okay. It just does. So when is it okay to use craft? When you're a craftsman. Okay. <laughs> when you're a woodcarver. So when you use you, a craftsman, when you whittle, blame, if right, you will. How about this? A craftsman never blames his tools. So to me, a tool must be involved. Okay. To be Fair a enough. crafter. Fair Crafting, enough. Crafting, crafty, 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 crafter. Yes. Fair enough. Fair point. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple more. And then when uh, Billy Bob Thornton put uh, glass shards in his shoe to make himself limp. Idiot. Uh, for Blade Runner. Idiot. Why would or you do that? Or Blade, I'm sorry. We all know how to limp. We all know how to fake a limp. Would a bouncy ball not do the trick there? A tennis ball something. Just a little something, something. just fuck up your rhythm? A stone. A stone. Just a anything. Stone. Any, any little pebble. You know, I, pebble I can't imagine anyone sure. was like, yeah, good idea, no, Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob, you just, you know, you, you cut yourself to do this. Ridiculous. That I, I have no time for. Um, but again, like later in life, he's bad Santa. Like, were you out there like robbing houses as dressed as Santa Claus later to get into the role? Because like, that's equally he, stupid. How to young me. was he for the first role? Young. It was like one of his Starting early roles. Out. It was like, a, I, I, would, I never saw Sling Blade, but right. it sounds like a, a career defining. Okay. 
Uh, Robert De Niro, you as you alluded to earlier, drove a cab overnight. That one's whatever. That's fine. I'm this not, is my favorite that, example. That makes sense to me. Do you know who Jamie Dorian is? Do not. Do you want to Google him real quick? Because I think it changes the... Actually, let me answer the question first and then Google him. Okay. Jamie Dorian was on a show called The Fall. It was awesome. It was about a serial killer. Okay. And he was the serial killer. Okay. Lives in London. He started taking the tube and following women home. Oh, no, that's weird, man. Um, but he never approached them. They never noticed him. But he would stalk women on the train. Now I want you to Google Jamie Dorian and tell me if you think it would still freak people out. J-A-M-I-E, I'm assuming. Yep. So he would he would stalk people. He wouldn't go into their house or anything, but he would follow women to work and, and just to get into the mindset of a stalker, killer, freak. He's very cute. So now, is he taking the same risk as like as like Gilbert Gottfried would be taking? Right. Like, like if he's if that guy's show show dad, if that, fella. if that guy's following you off a train, I feel like they'd be like, I think that guy's following me a little bit. I'm gonna take a long way home today. Yeah. Right, and I don't, so I wonder, like, is he making the same sacrifice as other people when he does something like that? I just think it's weird, not not, not necessary. Like, you know, why? Is, you know, it's listen. What do we do best is people watch. Yes, that's one of our favorite things to do: is sitting around watch people. So you don't have to go on a train and watch people. You could just sit in a restaurant and watch people. Like to do that is a little weird. It's a little you wacky. wouldn't follow somebody for fun. No, I feel like you might. No, I think if you really, Dad, you know Mom better than anybody. You know her obsession with random people and random scenarios. Well, let me clarify. Do you think Mom, if she fell in love with a storyline on a train, maybe you're on vacation with nothing to do? Oh, I've done it on vacation. You just follow people, not follow them. Like just like there they are again. Here's my thing, and we do it as a family. Daddy doesn't understand this. He doesn't understand this about us. I will sit with my children, and we will look at a couple or a person, and they're having lunch. Or, oh, it's their first date. Oh, no. You know what happened here? And we will, we will carve out their entire lives just based on what we're watching. Do you, think mom, would follow somebody, do you think mom would follow somebody off a train just Never. to see where they're going? Never. No. I do you think as a family, we, here's what I believe. I think you and I can get into an argument serious enough about where <laughs> that person's going. Yeah. That if we got the exit correct, like we got the stop correct and we had nothing to do, we would follow that person. I don't, I'm not quite sure that. I would go to the say. The fact that they're women makes me freaked out for him. That's what freaks me out right. about that. I don't like that. Okay. Whether you're talking, you could you could have potentially put women in an uncomfortable position by doing that, even though you're you're doing extraordinarily nothing. handsome, okay. rich. Don't care. I don't care. Someone's following me. I don't care what they look like. If I get that vibe, I'm uncomfortable. So, is it worth it at that point to put someone in an uncomfortable position? You don't know what happened. But if we are, and it's many many times, we're at a resort, and I'm like, oh look at these people in the restaurant. You know, we're looking for them the next day at the pool. You know, we're looking the next day at the beach because now they have become our storyline. And, and White what Lotus we want doesn't be. help that. Now, White Lotus now doesn't help be... it at all. So that sure, the but I am not. Pile of shit show. But I, oh no, it's great. <laughs> I am. Past the first, episode. first of all, the B roll is beyond. So now for me, I think it's fair to say if we are vacationing somewhere and we see them, it has become a plot line, a story for us to see where they're going. Not to follow them actively, but they are people of interest to us. I'm not getting off a train or a bus to follow somebody. That's nuts. Who comes to mind when I, ta- when I say method acting? To me, it's one person. Uh, Al, is anyone synonymous with you? I immediately get kind of annoyed oh, I- at um, uh, Jared Leto for sending like condoms yeah like dead rats dead or something rats well he was the joker like, and you were the you worst joker you weren't that great of a joker who's the method he's 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 really super and he's super cute robert downey jr that's who well, i think of my, my is he a method is he a method actor i don't know one of my uh, favorite actors is i think um, she just wanted to say she has a crush on robert no downey i feel jr. like he would get into it in the that's off chance he's listening to the first ever yeah, chris sure. i feel like he'd be into it because he's got that personality 
I feel like he'd be like, this is all bullshit because my dad was in it and whatever. Right. Daniel Day-Lewis is the name that that's, I was thinking. That's, I was going to say, Daniel Day-Lewis is, you know, the guy was Lincoln. So this pissed me off doing the research. He did two things. One, I think, is kind of cool, and I don't think it's method acting in a, in a harmful way. The other one also isn't harmful, but it's so stupid. Um, when he did The Crucible, I guess in the 90s, he um, he lived on set. And built himself a home using only tools you'd be able to use in like the Back Salem. The yeah. That's cool. And lived on the set. And he would go to the places as if they were his neighborhood. Like he just only knew that set. He only knew he kind of. He never ventured uh, out of the set? No. He a little was, wild. He was always, uh, I forgot the guy from The Crucible's name. I can understand him building that. To me, that's cool. Because you, you want to challenge yourself. Yeah. And you want to know what it feels like right. when your hands hurt after uh, all day. Right. And, you I know, get that. Then you're a craftsman. Okay, so, okay. Th- so now, now let me ask you this. He perfected his craft. Is Daniel Day-Lewis the only true craftsman of acting? <laughs> well, now you're getting into anybody that's built he's, something. He's, in my mind, the best American actor we've ever had. Yeah, he, he's a great... That that In that situation, he is a craftsman. So now he's Lincoln years later. Right. And he refuses to break character on Lincoln to the point where... And can I tell you the weirdest thing for me? Go ahead. Sally Field was married Todd Lincoln? Yes. Uh, I think she. I, I think it's a good call. Yeah, I just forgot. She played yeah. that role. Yeah. Um, yeah, he would only. He insisted that they only text as Mary Todd and Abraham Lincoln. So there's a glaring, really annoying, obnoxious problem with that. Uh, <clears throat> listen, I think I think that you know, for certain roles, you need to get uh, yourself completely absorbed in it, and, and you know, maybe for someone who doesn't have that skill, um, it doesn't make any sense. But there's no, there's just no arguing that that man is an incredibly, incredibly talented uh, actor. I mean, just look at his role in uh, Gangs of New York. I mean, that was just, I was convinced I'm looking at that man. There was some uh, weird stuff with his with his prep for that, too. It wasn't as bad. Well, butcher. Yeah, also he, a craft. A craft. <laughs> <laughs> but he, could we argue... That because of their prep preparation and the method act or method methodology in which they get into these roles, that that makes them the actors they are. Well, yeah. That, okay. I mean that, but but is it? I don't know. I, I guess there's no harm in it. It's just really bizarre, and I think it's just a lot of extra PR because there's well, a few more. Well, but you know, let's talk about Daniel Day Lewis for again for a second. So if Daniel Day Lewis does what this kid that played Elvis does, he can't transform from. One actor to the other. Now he, he's he. You can't be Elvis when you're going to play Abraham Lincoln. That's my greater point: is that Daniel Day Lewis to me gets it. You're right. all in. You're not being like an idiot about it. He could it. walk away from it, right? And you could leave set when they say that's a wrap, right. and you just go be Daniel Day Lewis again. I'll, I'll bet you it was hard to break, a little bit hard to break, and, and he had to work on becoming himself again, maybe. Um, but you know. He's a he's a grown up and he he got it. In I Gangs did. of New York, by the way, he wouldn't wear a coat. I he would only wear whatever the coat. That's what the what it was. I, well, he would only wear whatever coat though. that you would wear then, and Makes he like sense. froze to death. I don't really I like have it. a big problem with it for a couple of reasons. Number one, especially if you're doing it at that level and you're winning, it says something. But number two, um, I don't see how you put yourself in somebody else's personality in some cases for years, and that doesn't somehow, some way, jack you up. Still and I'll give you the perfect yeah. example. Okay, we were all on reality television. Right. Okay. How many people from season one to season five to season whatever 
were completely different versions of their actual selves yeah. based on what made television. Right. Because they saw what people reacted yeah. to, and they're like, that's how I'm going to act all the time. Right. And that's why, that's why reality TV, especially Housewives, is not real anymore. Because in season one, season two, we were uh, authentically ourselves. And then I think we saw people, you know, wanting to be uh, talked about um, uh, or, or, or relevant. And they, they would watch themselves, look at the reaction, uh, pay attention to the news, and then um, say, oh, my God, that's what people like. So Let's it goes back to your question. Is it all about getting the Oscar? I feel like yes. And do you give them do you, are you impressed by it? Is kind of the other question. I think maybe in their fields like if I were to get an Emmy, I'm impressed with myself. So Leonardo that's my field then I'm impressed that it, it well, shows that I really should get impressed with yourself and get validation. I think what everybody's looking at looking for is validation. Some people it's just the job. Other people it's like the award, but I think you can see it with the reality TV example or even social media example where people just start blending into a version of themselves that people praise. It doesn't necessarily have to be them. And I think it's very easy because of the reward system that we've got to just not really break that right away. But if you if you work so hard and you get the Oscars, the ultimate uh, amongst your peers, you have been shown to be the ultimate. So I guess that does make sense. However, you also have to go home at night and be, you know, who you are and not the role you're playing. So that's the thing is separating themselves from that. What what that's do you like? You have this big thing. We've had this argument. You well, that's, are insane. I was gonna, that was going to be my finale. You are completely insane <laughs> over Rocky Balboa. Uh, yeah. Rocky Balboa. Right, Sylvester and that's my problem. Stallone. You not calling him Sylvester Stallone there you is go. the issue. There you um, go. One, one last kind of thing on that is like, shit, I had something good for a second. I, now I'm happy I'm that s- I could edit because I could. I'm sorry. No, I you got me you. excited about Balboa. I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's all right. We'll get past that. So. All right, so you want to continue and then close with Rocky? No, I mean, we'll see where it goes. But the basically my whole thing is, um, oh, I remember. It's also super, like, really disrespectful to me sometimes, method acting, where, like, the kid from The Bear, and I'm sure he didn't mean to insult. To me, I found it insulting maybe because it was close to home for me. I forgot his name, but the guy from The Bear. He did a good job. Right. He worked a line at a restaurant to prepare for his job as a chef. And he worked at a really good restaurant, and he got yelled right. at. And everyone's like, he's so brave. He's crazy for doing that. But like, walk. We're working on that's what most people do. Right. So, so people like, get up every day people, and do that. They'll be like, do you know that Tom Hanks, like, really, he, like, like followed a pilot across, like, three different flights? Like, but why do actors get so much credit for just doing shit that everyone else does? Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's a lot of credit for right. just doing shit that we all do. Right, right. And the other day they were talking about uh, somebody was talking about it was an athlete actually so maybe I shouldn't use it because I'm going off topic a little bit but they were talking about like the day of the life of an athlete and how difficult it is and it was like physical training from eleven to two and he's just like rolling his foot on a ball and then he's like reading film like your life is like awesome and yeah. you make a ton of money for well, doing I think it it's all relative stuff because no matter what it is no matter what you're doing everyone's trying relative to what they're focused on. Now, to anybody that's working a regular job with the amount of money they were making, coming from a bunch of people that got paid a lot of money, okay, to just exist at one point in our life, and then, you know... We, we never told we, ourselves we were we working hard, out, though. No, no, no. We, and then we ran out, and obviously, you know, you're working in the real world besides that. Yeah. Like, when we were filming, though, it did definitely seem all-consuming, a pain in the ass, and you got to wonder often... 
like there are a lot of people that would say being on a reality show it's so easy look how much money these people get paid and whatever there's a lot of stress that comes with that the mental drain is absolutely insane where the number if it's not you know something ridiculous it is not worth it you know what I mean? Right, but I don't think that's hard work. Like that's hazard pay to you me. Never. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not hard work, but it's not like it's the it's same. It's emotional. Thing emotionally, so emotionally, you, you it's might draining. say this about a linebacker yeah. in the NFL, but you're also going to get you know concussions and all right. that well, stuff. But, but no one's debating the on-field stuff. But that, again, that's why I didn't want to go too into right. sports because we'll have an article for that one day. Um, couple other questions. Um, I'm going to ask you this so you can think about it, and we'll revisit it towards the end. Okay. Just what role would you like? be really happy to hear that someone went deep into the method acting on. Think about that. Just movies that you've liked, what would kind of make you laugh to hear that they were into it? Because I'll Google it. Um, furthermore, now me and Al have to really square off on this in a public fashion. Um, this isn't really method acting. It's more role-defining, like a role-defining a person. I think Sylvester Stallone, and I'm usually alone on this. Um, you guys have met Sylvester Stallone a couple times, right? Yes, indeed. I'm sure he's a nice he's man. He's a fine gentleman. Okay. So I don't mean any disrespect to that guy. I'm sure he's very nice. But he's got to stop raising his fist in pictures. Absolutely not. He has to stop raising his fist in pictures. <laughs> I'm going to ask He's not a time. boxer. He has to stop saying keep punching nope. every time he gives advice. But he's also nope. Rambo. Wrong. Wrong. That's what I'm saying. No. Wrong. I'm going to tell you why. A couple different reasons He's why. He's beloved as Rocky. A couple different reasons why. He's not real. He resonates. It is the story that matters. The man is one of, I think, the only other person I know that has a statue of them as a bronzed in a boxer. That is Muhammad an Ali. indictment. That is an indictment on Philadelphia, not a compliment but to, however, to Sylvester Stallone. But I think it's more the way he became who he is it, and the story behind the movie that... It's is. like putting a King Kong statue outside of the Empire State Building and saying it was one of the biggest tragedies in the history of New York. I, like, that's just not... It was fake, it was pretend, and we don't need to honor it. But in no, a you sense, want to have he was truly cool. rocky and fighting for what he did to create who he is now. Like that story in itself on how the movie I, was made and everything is really inspirational. I asked this question. It was in 1976. It doesn't matter. This started quite a fight, and I will stand by this. I think right now, if you canvass the entire globe. I'm going to be so upset when okay, he says it. And you say, name me. Five boxes. Oh, no. okay. I'd be dead serious. If you canvass the entire globe, you people here say Rocky Balboa. I bet you that one of the names that make the list of the top. So, five Family Feud. Family Feud. Five boxers. Yes. Name me top one hundred answers. Name me five boxers. I bet you Rocky Balboa makes the list. Can we do something before we release this? I, Al, that's, Can we do an Instagram poll, name the top five boxers? You mean to tell me that you think that your daughter doesn't think Rocky Balboa is a real boxer? I, I don't believe she would think so. I, I think we do an Instagram poll before this is I released. Think, I think Lauren would think that, that Rocky Balboa Let's is a real do it. boxer. Do an Instagram poll and before this is released, and then we'll have the answer. Um, we could do that. Well, I don't know. We have to figure out how to Why aggregate. call and ask. So I'm, I'll I call her. We might have had that that on in real time. In, in, we might have said it in front of her, but you can't tell me and that doesn't. Really our cousin Candace, you call Candace, you but, don't, Al, she'll it, it, but it's like saying that 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 Tom Cruise is one of the best fighter pilots to ever live, or that that it's a different, thing. or that Al Capone. Uh, I'm sorry, Al Capone. That Al Pacino, right. like like, is running Miami Rocky right now. Is synonymous with boxing. I would I, I would go as far to say that Sylvester Stallone helped the sport. I would argue. Does that. he own a gym? I think he did for a while. I would say the sport helped Sylvester Stallone. I think the popularity of boxing at the time is what made Rocky so big. Dad didn't want to see Rocky. 
No, I wanted to see King Kong. Mind you, I was 12 years old when it came out. What, what year did it come out? 72? 76 or 74, no, I thought. 72. Would you say that's also Same method? Same year as The Godfather. Would you say Sylvester Stallone was method acting or a lifestyle? Because clearly his no, body so is what I it is. I think he's, he's adapted. A, he's, he's learned. He I knows think how to box. he's method living now. Method living. I think he's, <laughs> he's, he's decided now to become like a, an advocate, a boxing. I don't so disagree with it. Would you say now, does that go back to Austin Butler, who is method well, living the, so the, but the, it goes back to what even we were saying about housewives i think when you are surrounded mm. by any kind of an, amount of energy and for long enough time it kind of becomes you i got news for you if you ask people right now who's the most well-known sensei i bet you a lot of people say mr miyagi yeah but wow. they just will no they would Good just point. say they would just no but the right but it wouldn't make it the right answer <laughs> it would just be no you don't know any senseis that's okay and that's okay this question wasn't for you you don't know a sensei but then, is and now it's not like I'm sorry, Ma, but sensei—it's not as depleted of a resource as fucking senseis either. I can name five; anyone can name five boxers. But can you say that through that process he truly became Rocky? No, <laughs> you can't. Is it you watch Tulsa King, Dad? I do. I love it. Do you get uh, do you get Rocky Balboa isms out of Tulsa King? I'm not. I've never seen it, so I don't know. There is uh, not an immediate. Um, uh, there's not an immediate uh, uh, connection to Rocky through the character, but I would say that he's definitely drawing on some of the Rocky character. Like, like not not Does about how hard you get hit. Does he because he knows people expect that of him and he wants to please them? Like, how many Rockies That's were there and how many Rambo's were there? Well, like equal amount, like seven and seven. Was there? Let me ask you this. In his presence, people call him champ. Did people ask yeah, him for that? Drives me. Champ? No, so that—that's <laughs> that my, my next question. thing. Call him champ. And now this is send us to your husband. Send us to your boyfriend. Well, if you're a is man, he listen. Just giving them what they want. Of course, but, mom. That's then. Then you know what? Then I feel bad for the man. But I don't think that's the case because you go, you see his Instagram. There's always some kind of boxing picture behind him. He's obsessed with boxing, which is great. Be be a lover of a sport. That's fine. If you meet Sylvester Stallone, please stop raising your fist in a photo with him. I can say that I met Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I, I sat at a table, had dinner either. with with him at a table, you know, and he never raised his fist. You once. go, you go, <laughs> you hang on, you sit with Sylvester Stallone, okay? You jump into a picture. I put his fist up. I, I would. I wouldn't say anything. Cause that's his thing. <laughs> but I would probably ask him about it when the camera's down. And I think you know that right, I would. Let me. Let me. Let me just, as a guy who has hosted many, many events surrounding about. With boxers in attendance, famous, famous boxers, um, some of the biggest names. Um, I watch these guests, fans, uh, attendees take pictures with them. Everybody from Chuck Wepner to um, Rocky Graziano to... Um, younger, younger, more, uh, more well-known boxers, and so on. There's been many, 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 many. And they, um, the 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 fan raises his fist. It drives me insane. And that would drive me insane. Too. Every time I see a fan of a fighter, and they do it also when they're not in a picture with a fighter. Like I'm just at a UFC fight, and the photo is these two people, and to, the, behind them is the cage, and they're showing people on Instagram that they're at the fight. And they both have their fists raised. Yeah, it's stupid. No one's asking you to do that. Stupid. No one. No one's like, oh, is he there? Is he fighting? Which goes back to the question. Is he just giving the fans what they want? That's a sad existence. And I don't think he needs to do that. I don't think he needs to do it. I don't think he feels he needs to do it. I just feel like he's happy to do it. Maybe he feels blessed that, you know what? Thank God for Rocky because it's given me the life that I have I, now. I think he looks at it like, 
people think I'm a boxer. Sure. And he just wants to keep it he's going. He's making him happy. He's keeping him happy. That's what I'm I got to say, he's like older. I don't yeah. know how old he is. Looks great. Who's Phenomenal. Sebastian? He looks great. He's got to be in his 70s. I actually had a chance to go to his 60th birthday party. How long ago was that? As a guest of a guest. A friend of his. person that was invited. And uh, he didn't want to go. The, the friend. I really could still choke him to this day. I was going to say, because I don't remember that at all. Where was I? Yeah. You were probably well, invited. Go, so oh, that's my point. I'm like, wait issue. a minute. I don't remember was it, that. Was it out of town? I uh, was at the, uh, remember when Planet Hollywood just became Planet Hollywood? They were having it there. And um, he turned uh, 60. I think it was 60. Maybe it was 70. Let's talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger, governor of California. You know. Uh, He's it? evolved. But If but, he were Stallone, he would be just saying, I'll be back every I'll time he back. left the room he and would, that's would, it. Okay, so he doesn't play that Game. He was just or just walking around in the speedo. This is what made me famous, so I may as well keep doing it. No, mm-hmm. instead he went into politics, and he's—I don't know. I heard his son's weird. Um, what do you think? Is that a good note to end on? Sure, show. What do you guys think? How do you know? should we review ourselves real quick before we're done? Well, you asked us a question. I forgot, it, and I couldn't even give you an answer. Just if you were to if you were to pick an actor for method acting, like what would make you kind of giggle to know that they did? But it's no big deal if you didn't. I can't even. Think to me, of like that. Eddie Murphy and Don- like when he was Donkey for Shrek. Like what's his name? Uh, um, um, what's that movie? Uh, uh, Robin Williams when he was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. He strikes me as somebody that would have done it though. Yeah, he's a craftsman. God rest his soul. All right. Well. Thanks for checking this out. Did Thanks for en- doing this Chris, with me. Did you enjoy your first Christmas? Yeah, I thought oh. this was going to go worse. We applaud, we applaud Christopher on your first Christmas. I thought this was going to be one of those things where we kind of had to throw it out like 10 minutes in and, and restart. See? And this was, it was good. We have some, we have to sharpen a little yeah, bit. That's all right. Look what happens when you challenge yourself. I'm I think you. it flowed nicely, though. As do I. Al, how'd you think your brother did it? I think as we did veteran, good until we started doing this. As a veteran host, what do you think? How'd he do? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I think there's something here. I think you, know, you gotta you gotta like it and you gotta just do it a lot. That's all it is, you know. Great conversation. I'm pretty good. All right. Well, to feel in the power seat. I uh, I miss my seat. Yeah. Um, he's a humble fellow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just, I like to know where it came from. It's like Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Just so like that. What's what got me there? Right. Uh, okay. Thanks for listening. I'll come up with an intro and a goodbye soon. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.